Dr. Geneva Speaks. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks, where you'll hear amazing leaders from across the nation and around the world. Your host, Dr. Geneva Williams, a cutting-edge, transformational leadership coach, hopes and believes this show will enlighten, entertain, and inspire you to make a difference in the world. So listen up as Dr. Geneva Speaks. Hi, how's everyone? This is Dr. Geneva, and uh, welcome once again as we take a real cool look into the heads and hearts of leaders and the greater purpose they inspire in others. I am so glad to be with you today. You know, once again, you do know that we feature conversations with top leaders for leaders. We explore the thinking of today's CEOs and corporations, presidents of nonprofits, and chief of everything, entrepreneurs who are leading their market, their organization, and really making an impact on the community. And I I just continue to think it's so important, so inspiring, so educational and informative to hear from others from all walks of life and, and the kinds of struggles and challenges and successes and wonderfulness that they all um, receive and get into. And we can pick up lots of tips from them. So I'm, as always, I hope this uh, show will ignite your thinking, your soul, and you have a perhaps a different look at life and leadership through an entirely different prism, hopefully. And one of the things that I'm really happy about that we do on this show is we do recognize that leadership uh, today is tough and can feel lonely at times. So we try to break it down and get real authentic and real about this podcast and the conversations that we have. Um, As you remember, we're just coming off of men's month. So that was November. And um, we had four fantastic, awesome uh, men who shared their thoughts and their thinking with us. We we, uh, started off with Jesse Cole. And, you know, I just love talking to Jesse. He's, he's a young, young um, entrepreneur with lots of thinking and really a life story that was so interesting. And when he was, I remember him talking about when he was a very young, young boy, that people all around him used to tell him, you're the leader. And instantly he would, you know, they saw that in him from the things he did and the actions that that he carried out. And, and he talked about um, how that had an impact and that influenced what he talked about in later life. And so he shared with us, influence became a big thing. And of course, as, as you know, Influence is what leadership is. And so he shared with us uh, three ways to boost uh, influence. I, I don't remember all of them, but I do remember one of them was don't panic. Remember he talked about how important it was to keep your composure when things are going on and things are go- getting tough. 
And that was one of the ways he talked about boosting uh, your influence, spreading your leadership influence. So he, he was really cool. I enjoyed talking to Jesse, a young brother, again, who wants to really shake up the world and wants to be around to influence uh, so many different folk. And he his book, and you should get his book, I, I found it very exciting and stimulating, Lead with No Apologies, 21 Ways to Boost Your Influence. Now, he just had, you know, a chance to share only three of them with us, but those three were real good gems. And then on a men's month after Jesse, we talked to Brother Bedford, and he was so exciting. Um, he he really felt that leadership and uh, being in, we talk a lot about how leadership affected being in business. And he just really felt that business was about building relationships. So we had a, a chance to really, um, you know, get into the whole aspect of relationship building and how important it is to leverage um, relationships, uh, not only in terms of business and being an entrepreneur, but just in terms of leadership and being able to uh, build and maintain relationships. And there's an art to that. And Brother Bedford talked about it. He also had a, you know, he's a best-selling author and um, has had conversations with black millionaire entrepreneurs and so he was it was really interesting listening uh to his story about how he was able to talk to so many um millionaires and entrepreneurs who've made it and create a book about that and so he he was really cool and we're going to have brother bedford back with us again. And then we had Benny Randall Jr. Remember Benny Randall? Benny Randall started off as a as a rapper out of New York, I think it was. And um, he talked to us a lot about mindset and how important mindset was to wealth and dreaming big. And his whole thing was about whatever your mindset is, that's what you are. So he gave us a lot of tips and techniques about um, uh, working with our minds and and uh, visioning and thinking about what we are, connecting to purpose, and then um, really taking that to the next level. I, I remember one of the stories that he told us I thought was so fascinating. He talked about mentorship, and I thought a very interesting way. He had a mentor, just one, and he said his mentor, I remember, was a millionaire or a billionaire. And and this this person decided to be his mentor and had never been a mentor before. But he just, I guess, just took Benny under his wing and began to talk with him and give him advice. And he kept asking Benny, well, what was your goal? And then he started talking about the amount of money that he wanted to make in business and so he said a million dollars, and his mentor said, that's not enough. And, and he said, well, perhaps $10 million. And then his mentor said, mm, still doesn't get it. And then Benny said, well, 
you know, $100 million would be his business goal. And his mentor came back and said, mm, that still isn't enough. So Benny said, well, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, what, how much money should I set as a goal? And his mentor said, mm, it shouldn't be about the money. Your goal should really be about how many people you want to help how many people you want to serve. And I just thought that was a wonderful story and really related to a lot of conversation that we have with the leaders that we've talked to. And you know we've talked to on this show, Dr. Geneva Speaks, uh, to about 40 different leaders from all across the country. And a lot of times they have a lot of the same themes. And this theme about... um, your purpose and your why and helping people and having that bigger vision, this think bigger, bigger vision is something that is, is a constant theme. So that was, that was interesting with uh, Benny Randall Jr. and bringing it uh, right back down to us, um, talking about the money is just not big enough. And so I wonder how often we can we can say that when we think about the challenges that we face every day and how we're trying to, you know, run our business and make the dollars. And what Benny's, Benny was telling us through his mentor is that mm, making the money, that's just not big enough in life. So, and then, you know, men's month, men's month, talking to these brothers, we ended uh, men's month uh, last week with the one and only networking guru, George Frazier. Wasn't he wonderful? I'm, I'm, I hope that you were able to join me. And, of course, if you uh, missed that episode, you can go to iTunes and um, you can download it. You can listen to that podcast. All my podcasts are on iTunes. Or you can go to my website, uh, drgenevaspeaks.com, click on Blog Talk Radio, get all of my podcasts there. But this one was a special one. So I would definitely encourage you to go and listen to George Frazier. You know, George Frazier is the networking uh, guru, and we had a chance to talk about um, real leadership uh, with him. He's the chairman and CEO of FraserNet. As you know, that company he founded almost 28 years ago. He's been around and been in the business. And uh, FraserNet is really um, a global networking movement. And um, George shared with us a lot of his views about what was thinking but about his thinking today about leadership. And it was so interesting, awesome listening to him because as you know, he's you know, he's written um six best selling books. Uh the one that I remember and has really required reading in many particularly historical black colleges, Success Runs in Our Race. And um that one is just extraordinary. And he also mentioned, George mentioned he's coming out with a new book uh, with Les Brown. Um, The title of it is Mission Unstoppable, Extraordinary Stories of Failures, Blessings. 
Now, isn't that something? You know, and again, that's what we'd like to do on this show. We like to. We just don't want to talk about the successes that that people um, uh, get into and and make, and they're wonderful. But time after time, leader after leader who we've talked to tells us tells us that it's not about the successes. It's really about the failures and the blessings of those failures. So, again, we wrapped up Men's Month with um, the terrific, the awesome, the awesome, the awesome George Frazier. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful Men's Month. And I'm, I'm hoping that you're able, you were able to join us. And, of course, if not, you can go to those podcasts and and um, download them and, and hear about all the conversation and the good stuff that we talk about as we uh, talk to our men and learn from them. And so this today, I'm just really excited. We're going to uh, shift gears uh Talking um, from talking to our men about their success and struggles, we're gonna talk tonight about a rebellion. So tell me, what do you think about folks who start a rebellion? Uh, do you want to know why they did it, how they did it, and what happened? Well, our guest today launched a rebellion. The Chic Rebellion Media, a multimedia company that creates digital video, TV, podcasts, and social content to empower women to control their own narratives. Our guest today is Elaine Fluker. She's had a fantastic career in media during the past 20 years as a writer and editor, a producer holding senior positions across multiple media platforms. And she's connected with millions as a featured guest on, hey, listen to this, the Today Show, Nightline, Inside Edition, CNN, Fox, BET, Sirius XM Radio. Also, she's been to Columbia University, New York University, Howard University, over at Spelman, discussing women and girls' empowerment, media diversity, and entrepreneurship. Her writings appear in essence and vibe in people in the Huffington Post. And as an executive producer, she's wrapped up and created more than 300 web videos and original web series. Now, Elaine supports her clients with personal development, storytelling, visioning, and media coaching, and watching their businesses blossom. That's what we want to hear about. And she says that being a mentor to young people inspires her. So we're going to bring her on so she can inspire us and talk about entrepreneurship and media and network, networking, especially for Gen Xers and millennials. Elaine, are you with us? I am here. Thank you so much for having me. That was a wonderful introduction. Well, thank you for being with us. I'm so delighted. I'm so delighted. And so, you know, um, we got to start off with, tell us about this rebellion. (laughs) 
<laughs> this rebellion well, media company. I want to hear about that. Yeah, well, you know, thank you for all of that. I, um, as you mentioned, I've worked in media for 20 years at magazine and uh, several websites and done some radio and worked in television. So I love media. Um, I say media is a form of activism for me. Um, it's very powerful, uh-huh. and I believe um, in creating a space where women, especially women of color, but all women really can control, 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 control. Rebellion. And the name Chic Rebellion actually came from, I'm uh, very big on doing vision boards. At least I have been for the past maybe mm. six years. Uh, yeah, I love mm-hmm. vision boards. And um, go to a workshop every year doing them with this uh, woman, Barbara Bijou, who leads this workshop. In any case, the first year I did it, I had a, I had a picture of Grace Jones and another picture of Josephine Baker on my board oh, next, to Grace okay. jo- next to Grace Jones. It had the word rebellion. Next to Josephine Baker, uh-huh. it had the word chic. And at that uh-huh. time, I had no idea oh, what it was going to be. Okay. But later on, when I was thinking about my company and what I wanted to be about, the name Chic Rebellion came about. So that's where that came from. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, as you say that, I can just see those two women uh, visually. Mm-hmm. I can see them and I can um, Chic Rebellion. That is so cool. So t- <laughs> now I have to tell you, um, I, I watched one of your um, videos. I, in fact, it was your first video that you did when you talked okay. about, in fact, that it was your first video and you had gone home and it was so peaceful and you talked yes. about your 52 things you were going to do each week. You were t- And your whole theme was about um, bigger if I remember yes. correctly, doing bigger things. And I shared it with my daughter, who's a millennial, had her watch it. She fell in love with you. And she said she oh. wanted to make sure that I asked you about, so how are you doing with this bigger? And and what are the one, two, three things that, that you do to go bigger? Oh, I thought that's a great question. Well, first, thank you so much for watching the video, you mm-hmm. and your daughter. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It was um, uh-huh. one of the best funny things about it is it, it's a video that got a lot of response from people just because I mm-hmm. think I was just being vulnerable and open and, you know, authentic. Yeah, it about. was very authentic. <laughs> yeah. Very mm-hmm. much about this is what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm going to show this, but this is what it is. So, yes, thank you. Um, so mm-hmm. how do you go bigger? Yeah, the thing for me, yes. that theme was um, think, dream, and be bigger. So that was mm-hmm. the thing, think, dream, and be bigger. And I would say the three yes. ways, one, um, starting out with a commitment, saying what is the okay. thing What is the thing that you're going to think about or dream about or be about for the next, say, it's the next year or however long it's going to be. What is the commitment you're making to yourself and to others and to whatever this project is that you're working on? So I would say that's the first thing. Um, I think the second thing is allow yourself some space. I I talk a lot about this idea of putting space around things. So not space Mm -hmm. to let things just linger and go on and on for a long period of time, but space as far as, okay, this is something that I want to create or do or build. This is what I want to do. Let me put some time around it. Let me do some research. Let me find some resources. Just giving it a little bit of breathing space so it can come together because I'm sure, Dr. Geneva, in your experience, sometimes we think things are going to work a certain way and it works out mm-hmm. a totally different way or through mm-hmm, some contact mm-hmm. you never thought of or through mm-hmm, some job mm-hmm. you never thought of. You know, so when, you, mm-hmm. so when you're too tight and too rigid, at least in my experience, I found if I'm like, no, I thought it was going to work this way, 
it's just too tight around it. It's not enough space, so to speak. So I would say that's another mm-hmm. thing. And then the last mm-hmm. thing I would say is um, dare to dream. You know, we always talk about having mm. big dreams or imagining things, or even with vision boards, you know, when we put things on our vision board or whatever you use to imagine your future, it shouldn't just be the things that you can see right in front of you. What is the bigger picture? What is the thing that you would dare to dream, the thing that really scares you, I think, should be mm-hmm. the things that you think about when you're thinking about how, and then worry about the how later. I always say sometimes mm-hmm. we get too caught up on the how. You'll you'll figure mm-hmm. out the how. Those things will come if you make the commitment and you put some space around it and then you dare to dream big. So I would say those are three things that have really been instrumental to me in my career and then now as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Elaine Fluker, who started a rebellion, the Chic Rebellion, Chic Rebellion Media, which is a multimedia company that empowers women to control their own narratives. And we've just been talking about uh, how to dream bigger. And, and, you know, Elaine, you gave us some real good one, two, three steps and strategies. Um, and so what would you, what would you say um, is the biggest challenge that, you, you know, you work with a lot of young entrepreneurs um, what do you think is the biggest leadership challenge that they face? Um, you know, it's funny because I think a lot of, maybe your daughter is going through this too, so many young people that are getting out of college now are thinking about entrepreneurship, which is a great thing. But I do think, at least for my generation and a lot of the women that I know, having a job first and then becoming an entrepreneur has its benefits. I'm not saying you have to do it that way. Mm -hmm. A lot of people Mm -hmm. don't do it that way. I think a lot of Mm -hmm. younger people are becoming entrepreneurs now just because there's either no jobs available that they want or can get Mm -hmm. because of, Mm -hmm. you know, so many people are getting out of school or because it's so popular now. But for me, when Mm -hmm. I came out of school, I went to Hampton University in Virginia. I studied English, Mm -hmm. and then I ended up working in media, as we've talked about. So, but it it had great benefits for me uh, learning about leadership from other leaders, being in a corporate environment, seeing how that works, managing a team. Mm-hmm. I've managed, mm-hmm. you know, as mm-hmm. many as from mm-hmm. two people to as many as 40. So all of that builds up mm-hmm. your experience. And then mm-hmm. now wanting to create something of my own, still based on the experience that I have, I think that has truly been helpful for me. So, you know, I'm sure there mm-hmm. are some benefits going straight into entrepreneurship, but if I were advising anyone, a young person, I would say whether it's a job, an internship, because I had internships too, something, get experience mm-hmm. in the space that you're, um, you know, interested in. That would be mm-hmm. the best thing, mm-hmm. How, whatever that looks mm-hmm. like, working for a company mm-hmm. that supports the kind of people that you want to work for. You know, there's always a way to get that experience, to get closer to the thing that you're dreaming about, which is part mm-hmm. of visioning also. Mm-hmm. And then it, it also has practical aspects in terms of it helps pay the bills. It helps pay the bills. You know, it's. I'm mm-hmm. glad you mentioned that because um, I've been. I started a podcast within the past uh, since July called Supported mm-hmm. Sexy, which is a very big um, part yeah. of my mission as well. And uh, one of the things in talking to a lot of the successful women entrepreneurs that I talked to, you know, there was a for a short while I would say there was a bit of a myth that. Uh, everyone quit their job and then became this big entrepreneur and everything worked out fine. And so many of the women mm-hmm. I talked to say they do not advise that. 
that is not the route mm. to go, just quitting your job, throwing it all away, and becoming this mm-hmm. big entrepreneur. Most people, even some entrepreneurs even still have either full-time jobs or they still work with mm-hmm. other companies or there's so mm-hmm. many we get caught so often on what it has to look like based on what we see either on social media or on television, which Mm -hmm. is usually all made up anyway. Um, Most of them Mm -hmm. say, don't, you know, quit your job because, and the reason is, I mean, I get the idea of that fantasy, but when you think about it, you're putting, if you have a new business, you're putting stress or pressure on that business to make money before it may be time just because you're not working and doing something else. So it might be difficult mm-hmm. to juggle both for a while, but this way you can let your business grow in whatever way it needs to um, and then figure out, you know, what works best, how to make money, and then when it gets to that point, then replace your full-time job as opposed to mm-hmm. trying to make if you don't, If you have some other way to support yourself, then fine, but I have personally experienced that where there's additional stress added on the business because you're so focused on the money as opposed to what's best for the business. Right. You know, that is, I, I just think that's some really, really great advice. And and the other thing is that any and every business needs capital. I mean, one right. way or another, you need to, you know, you need money to build the business. So, to make money. You know, it, yeah. it, it can be a smart move if you're, if you have a job and you're bringing in you know, income that you then turn around and put some of that income, use it as a capital investment in your business. Absolutely. Um, and then, so that's some great advice. No, oh, good. Thank you. Actually, I think to to your point, that's something that the author um, and motivational speaker, Lisa Nichols, said in her book, Abundance Now, about thinking of your job as an investor, as opposed uh-huh. to this job is keeping me away from my business and what I want to do. Think of your job as an investor in your business. They don't have to know that, but the paycheck that you mm-hmm. get every month, you know, or every however often, it is an investment in your business because, as you said, you do have to put up capital and you're going to have to pay for things. And, you know, you want to get coaches or take courses or whatever you need to do. So you have to have money in order mm-hmm. to do that. And, and the business might not be there, but your job can be that thing that helps you invest in yourself and in the business. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, Elaine. You know, <laughs> think of your current job as an investor in your business, and they your don't business. even have to know. Uh, <laughs> no, they don't have to know, exactly. <laughs> that's great. Well, you know, you <laughs> mentioned support is sexy. Now, you've got to tell yes. us what, what that is. Yes. Oh, thank you for asking. I'm so passionate mm-hmm. about it just because in my own experience, I am someone, I say I'm a recovering do-it-all-by-yourselfer. So someone okay. who, you know, every time someone offers support, it feels, oh, I got it, it's okay, I got mm-hmm, it, I'm fine, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. this whole independent mm-hmm. women myth that we have going on, none of us are really independent, we all depend on somebody mm-hmm. for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually went through a workshop last year in 2015 called Momentum, and it's a personal development workshop and teaches you leadership and all of these wonderful things. It was fantastic. Mm. And one mm-hmm. of the things that I noticed um, that was very interesting to me was that all of us in the group, and these are people who are, you know, captains of industry and activists and leaders and very powerful people in this room, the two hardest things for us to ask for were love and support. Ask for mm. and accept, I should say. You know, it was very like Mm -hmm. relationships, there were issues around that, and and not issues any different than anybody else, but I noticed those were the two prominent things. And then for myself, I noticed 
that not asking for support held me back personally and professionally, and then in thinking about what I wanted to contribute to the world. So all this time I'm thinking, I got it, I'm independent, et cetera, it kind of came to me or did come to me that, you know what, asking for support helps you be better and bigger to what we talked about earlier in this world. Mm -hmm. So many of us want Mm. to prove we can do it on our own, but Mm. you can do so much more with the right kind of support. Mm -hmm. So I decided to have a mind shift around support and view it as sexy because when something's sexy, you want to try it on. You know, you have a different feeling about Mm -hmm. it. Yes. I started mentioning it to other women, and I would say, oh, no, well, think about it as support is sexy. And I could see them light up when I would say that. It really resonated with Mm -hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And I started doing late last year, posting on social media, this idea that support is sexy. And then it became a podcast in July. So I've really been pushing this whole movement on this idea of women coming together to support each other. Oh, I love it. I love it. That <laughs> is wonderful. So how would people connect with you? Um, connect with me. I'm on social media at Elaine mm-hmm. Fluker. So E-L-A-Y-N-E. F-L-U-K-E-R. Um, you can also email me. I'm very open, Elaine at mm-hmm. ElaineFluker.com. Those are the best mm-hmm. two ways. And then anything with support is sexy, you can find that um, across social media, support is sexy. And for more on Chic Rebellion, you can go to ChicRebellionMedia.com. Mm-hmm. And, again, to our listening audience, I, I, have, I have seen her. I have listened to her. My, as I said, my young daughter has listened to her, and she's phenomenal. You, you know, Elaine. You know, I was really drawn to your listening to you, and and I can I can just see you coaching and working with women and giving us the voice and empowerment and inspiring women. And that's what you do. And it seems like that's your that's your mission and legacy. And we love having you on the show. And we want to have you, I want to have you back. And Thank I'd you. love to have you back so you can talk a little bit more about this uh, support is sexy. And we can um, uh, have you also continue through uh, Dr. Geneva Speaks podcast, Help uh, Inspire Women. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much. And please tell your daughter hello. I will. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks. Dr. Geneva Williams, an expert facilitator and leadership coach, lecturer, and keynote speaker. For more information on Dr. Geneva, visit her online at www.drgenevaspeaks.com. That's Dr. Geneva.